0: In.
1: It is Thursday, April 29th, and Daily Dingers returns as we went 3-0 on our official picks yesterday. The Tigers, unfortunately, got rained out, but we're back like Jordan in 95 with Jason Radowitz from SBR Sports Picks. He is a great friend of the game day, and he's joining me today with Jack Out. Jason, thanks for joining us today, and how are you doing?
0: I'm doing well. I appreciate you guys having me. Uh, first time on the Daily Dingers, and it won't be the last for sure. Uh, it's a small slate today in baseball, so it's going to be interesting for sure. But some spots that I, I know you and I are looking at and uh, could definitely make some money tonight.
1: 100%. We love we love making money at Daily Dingers, so that's that's perfect. But before we get into our picks, there is a topic that I want to pick your brain about. It's, it's robo-umps because I... I'm not a fan of the idea, but that argument to me is getting harder and harder to defend by the day, especially yesterday with something like that obstruction call in Brewers-Marlins, where that, to me, that was ridiculous. That wasn't even close. So I'm going to ask you, how do you feel about robo-umps in general, and do you just think they're inevitable at this point?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe on the base paths. When you look at balls and strikes, that's really hard to do. Like you'll you'll see a catcher maybe lining up on the outside corner, and the pitcher misses, hits the inside corner, and they call it a ball. I think that should stick around, and I think maybe they should have humans at the plate because Jacob Degrom is not getting 15 strikeouts in a game without those without those calls at the at the edge of the corner and just kind of missing the plate. Those would be balls if you had you know robot umpires on the field, though. When it comes to you know tag outs or interference or just plays at first, second, third base. I think there's a, a legitimate reason to think that maybe we should have robot umpires uh, calling those plays.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think the umpiring this year has been worse than I could remember. Like to me, to me, a great ump is an ump that you don't know is there. Yeah. So do you feel like this year the umpiring has been worse than years past?
0: Yeah, look, it's April, it's early, and I know there are a lot of newer umpires, um, and you know, that that could be the difference right there, Uh, but yeah, it's been pretty ugly to start the the season for sure, Uh, hoping it gets better. Sometimes it's just the ump show, and that's what, you know, we call it, it's the ump show, and that interference call uh, last night was the ump show, the umpire just trying to get involved when he didn't have to, and uh, that was pretty disheartening, it was pretty ridiculous. Uh, So I I agree. It's ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And I think just this level of incompetence should never happen on a nightly basis at the major league level. So I think I agree with everything you just said. And like I said, my stance on not having robo-umps just gets weaker by the day because I just I'm getting to the point where I (laughs) can't defend it anymore. So now that'll take us into the bulk of this show which is our picks and our, we're going to start with our best bet for today. Jason, what do you like today as your best bet?
0: Yeah. So I'm on the Phillies minus 120 in the first five, uh, getting it via MGM here. It's a, uh, it's Aaron Nola, uh, on the mound going against the Cardinals, his first game against them, 10 strikeouts. Yeah. He went nine innings, 10 strikeouts, a uh, complete game shutout against the Cardinals. Now going up against Kim, who, um, really struggled a little bit against the Phillies in his first start of the season. I uh, didn't go deep in that game. It was his first start of the season. And that is really why, but yeah, his first two games, he struggled against righties as a left-handed pitcher and uh, some righties in the lineup like Hoskins, like Real Mudo, uh like bomb, all big looks there to score some runs. Of course you have Harper who can do damage against anybody. Uh, it's just the lineup that I think could get the job done against Kim. Now, Kim, He has gotten more strikeouts this season so far through two games compared to last year. I'm not sure that lasts. And uh, if the um, Phillies can get the ball in play, uh, as they should, get some runs scored in the first five innings. And you're going with Nola on the mound, who is an ace pitcher. He's had his moments this season. Uh, But, you know, again, he's the ace pitcher. He looked really good versus the Cardinals, allowing just two hits and got 10 strikeouts, going nine innings. So riding Nola again against the Cardinals and taking the Phillies minus 120 in the first five.
1: That's and and you know what's about that too. This has nothing to do with numbers and stats. I think the Phillies are like really jacked up after last night. I mean, Harper got Harper ate one yeah. in the face. He's fine, thank and he, God. Yeah, we'll see if they, he plays, but we'll see if he plays. And then Didi got hit right after, and Girardi went bananas mm-hmm. on the umps. So I I feel like that gets a team amped up. And now you got your ace on the mound today, and I I think that's a great pick. I was looking at that. Um mm-hmm earlier but now I'm going to move my best bet. I'm doing Yankees first 5 yeah. on the money line -125 and I got that on FanDuel and I just feel like the Yankees are actually starting to find their rhythm offensively over the last two games and today they're facing Jorge Lopez and we talked about this before the show even when the Yankees you said it yourself even when the Yankees were struggling they scored four off of Lopez and, I mean, this guy's serving up homers like an Italian grandma on a Sunday. <laughs> Jordan Montgomery has been better than expected for the Yankees, but he doesn't go deep into games. I just think if you're looking at the first five innings, the odds at minus 125 are much better than the full game at minus 176. So give me the Yankees with that with that first five today. How do you
0: feel about that? I like it. And, like like you said, Lopez, uh, his weighted OBA is 382, and his ISO, which is like power numbers, is 273 against righties. Look down the Yankees lineup, and it's uh, a bunch of righties outside of a door and um, guys with a lot of power that can hit home runs, of course, against Lopez. So I, I agree with that pick, and it might be something that I choose to to put the money on as well.
1: There we go. We're in lockstep. We're actually yeah. in lockstep a little bit more here because <laughs> we're on the same underdog because yeah. the, I, I got to be honest. Looking at the board, the underdog slate w- is disgusting today. It's, it's – I don't I, – this was the only one that I liked. For a couple reasons, I want to hear your reasons first. We're both looking at the Rangers um, against the Red Sox, correct?
0: Yeah, so I'm on, I'd am on. i be on the Rangers uh, plus 105 in the first five as underdog. You can go full game, but uh, kind of difficult with the Rangers bullpen and just the Rangers in general going that full game. Uh, but yeah, Kyle Gibson, since his first start of the season where he just went .1 innings pitched and uh, got lit up, he's looked a lot better. He's looked really good getting four straight quality starts, going 27 innings pitch, just two runs allowed. Uh, he's also getting 50% ground balls. Batting average of balls in play is sitting at 310, So that can maybe dip just a little bit as well. Uh, so maybe he's not even doing as good as he can be uh, doing right now as well. Also Martin Perez going for Boston. he has got a Sierra of 5.34 walking 10.7 batters per nine innings and just getting 8% of swing strikes. So he's been really struggling a little bit and, uh, really the only guy in the lineup for the Red Sox that can do damage maybe against Gibson would be Martinez. And then on the other hand, you have th- for the Rangers, Solak and Colberson are two guys that have been pretty consistent so far against lefties that can definitely do some damage as well. Um, although they have been inconsistent, that offense, of course, the Rangers, uh, Perez, he's now allowing a 366 weighted OBA against righties. And Solak and Colberson are two guys that can definitely put some runs on the board and uh, get on base and, and do some damage there. So I like the Rangers plus one Oh five, but I would probably keep it to the first five cons- compared to the full game.
1: All right. I mean, I, I'm going to go full game. I got full game plus a hundred on FanDuel. And also I want to add a little thing about Perez too. He's got a one, six, seven whip, which is, which is awful. This was another thing that I looked at for this game. It, it just feels like a Rangers line. To me, because they're six wins worse than the Red Sox, and it was it opened well this morning. It opened at plus one hundred eight. It moved to hundred, and the the plus one and a half is minus one fifty six. So this is to me the books. All signs are pointing to Rangers. It's a Rangers line, and that's what how I felt strongly about this as as an underdog play. And now that's going to bring us into our daily dinger. <laughs> You have you like a few guys to go yard yep. today, Jason. So tell us what you like.
0: So you know, first off, we're going right to the Phillies. I like Hoskins to get that home run against the lefty and Kim. Uh, he's got really high ISO numbers against uh, lefties and really gets on base at a, at a high rate against lefties. And uh, that's where you know Kim has struggled against righties so far this season. Um, and I think that should continue against Hoskins. So Hoskins, I, I'm seeing like around plus three hundred, plus three fifty for his home run. Uh, so it's, it's a pretty good line. Uh it's not, you know, it's not huge, and that's because there's legitimate potential for him to actually hit a homer. Then you go to that Cubs game, Cubs versus the Braves. You have um it looks like the Braves are gonna be uh starting Bryce Wilson, but then it looks like Josh Tomlin will also uh pitch after the third inning because Wilson's on short rest. he'll go th- one time through the order and then it'll be Tomlin. Well, Wilson and Tomlin both are really, really, really poor against lefties this season and just in general. So, uh, yeah, you're looking at like, you know, a Rizzo Hayward type of deal. I think Rizzo should get a home run. What uh, was funny last night, uh, Rizzo was able to strike out Freeman.
1: Yes. And then,
0: but you go to the other hand, you have uh, Albert Alzole, and he'll be on the mound, also struggles against lefties as well. So Freddie Freeman, another guy that can definitely hit homers uh, there. So it would be kind of fun to see Rizzo and Freeman both hit homers after Rizzo struck him out. Uh, the previous day would be just kind of fun for the storylines. It, it's definitely possible. these Both these guys can hit homers in this game.
1: Yeah, I think so. I've said this a couple times on this on this pot. Every time I say it, though, it's a low scoring game. I yeah. say these things look like it, it could be a slow pitch softball game. Like today, yeah. it kind of looks like that, though, yeah. with especially with with the pitchers that are going. And I do think a great storyline would be after last night, Rizzo and Freeman doing yard work today. Yeah. And then I'm I'm going to – my daily dinger pick is I'm going to pick Miggy. So Miguel Cabrera, the odds aren't out yet. The, the numbers, there's not even on the board yet for that game, I think because it's a doubleheader and the second game hasn't announced starters yet, whatever it is. But Miggy in his career against Carlos Rodon is six for nine with two home runs. And sure, numbers probably tell you that he's got to get out a couple times against Rodon going forward but i just think there's something to be said for someone who sees the ball really well off of a certain pitcher and also i think miggy's a little a little ticked off after the other day when giolito tried to call him out and t- told him that he was stealing signs at the plate miggy is going to be a hall of famer and i think he always he shows flashes of wow, wow. That's Miggy. That's the old Miggy that I know. I know he's not the same guy that he was, but I think against a pitcher that he sees really well, he has the potential to go yard. And he, you know, he—it's pr- always plus money on these home run picks. So whatever that is, it's plus money. I'm gonna lock that in. And then now that moves us to to Nerfie. So the no run first innings. I I'm gonna preface this. <laughs> I have been. Horrific this week on my nerfies. So my personal nerfies. And yesterday I got I got crushed because I took Indians and the the game day pick was Mets Red Sox. But I picked Indians Twins because I'm an idiot and I just thought, oh, it's a day game, it's a day game, and they're gonna start slow. And you know Logan, I forgot that Logan Allen just all he does is give up home runs. So today I'm going. We are in agreement on A's and Rays. At minus Minus 125, that would be our official pick. Yeah. However, there is another one, Jason, that you like, and I want you to talk about.
0: Yeah, so looking at the Dodgers and Brewers game, uh, it looks like Eric Lower or Lure is going to be on the mound uh, for Milwaukee. He was awful last year, um, only four games, two starts, 11 innings pitched. He he walked a ton of batters, batting average of balls and play with 417. So you know that's going to dip eventually when he starts uh, pitching more. But when he was with the Padres against the Dodgers, he looked really good against them. He played really well. He's got starting experience. He's not a terrible pitcher. Even if you're looking at last year's stats, I get it. Like, it looks really bad if you look at last year. But he looked really good against the Dodgers uh, with the Padres a couple years back. And the Dodgers, if you've been paying attention, they've struggled against lefty pitchers throughout the entire season. And, uh, like, Mookie Betts can't hit lefties at all. He'll be the top of the order. Sometimes he even gets a day off against lefties because – He's been so bad. And it's funny because we talk about Mookie Betts being one of the greatest of all, you know, one of the greatest, you know, pit, you know playing right now. And, um, yeah, he can't hit lefties. So, I, I, you know, with Bauer on the mound for the Dodgers and Eric Lauer, or Gluer going on the mound for the, uh, the Brewers, I do think there's a chance for a no-run first inning there uh, in the Dodgers and Brewers game with the lefty on the mound for uh, Milwaukee and Bauer, of course, on the mound. For the Dodgers there's a chance there it's around I think minus 140 minus 145 so you got to pay up a little bit but I think there's uh, definitely a chance for the for the nerf you hit there in that game
1: yeah and I mean I just traded Trevor Bauer in fantasy so he's probably gonna <laughs> he'll probably go out and throw yeah. eight, eight shutout innings today because yeah, sure. that that's just the way it works in in fantasy world but and before before we get out of here other things we're looking at is there anything else on the board that you that you're considering you might take you might like before we get out of here?
0: Uh, like you said, I do like the Yankees in the first five. That might be something I look at. Um, also, I was looking at like you know K props and uh, strikeout props. I think Montgomery against the Orioles, who strike out a ton against lefties, I'm seeing is over 4.5 Ks at minus 165. So you're paying up a little bit, but all he needs is five strikeouts. I think he had seven against the Orioles the first time out. Um, he's he's really he's averaging nine point five nine strikeouts per nine innings. So if he goes five innings, you're likely going to get a strikeout per inning. Uh, and so you can look at Montgomery over four point five Ks at minus one sixty five. I think there's a good look there.
1: Cool, cool. Yeah, and I'm hoping that too because I you know I have them yep. in the first five money line. So yep. and I'm looking at another thing. I'm looking at I'm looking at um, and this is a maybe just because both teams are really, really terrible baseball teams. But I'm looking at Rockies team total over three and a half against the Diamondbacks. Look, Luke Weaver, who's starting for the Diamondbacks, he's given up eight eight runs in his last nine innings. Chase Field isn't exactly a pitcher-friendly ballpark. And you got a guy like Ryan McMahon, who's three for nine off him with three home runs. Ramiel Tappy is five for ten off him. I think the Rockies are just good enough to score four runs in that game. I'm looking at it. I'm considering it. I want to see if the line moves. Right now it's at minus 122. I want to see what happens there, but that's what I'm considering. Now, Jason, before we get out of here, tell the people where where, and how they can find you.
0: Yeah, so I'm on Twitter at Jason underscore Radowitz. You can see from my uh, little on the screen next to me, it says Jason underscore Radowitz. That's my name. Then you can find me on Twitter there. And also I have a show from Monday through Friday. At Sportsbook Review. We do a show from 2 30 to around 3 to 3 30 uh, for the MLB going through the entire slate and uh just kind of more analysis and uh really kind of deep dive into all the games and you know all the leans and best bets that I'm considering. Uh so you can find me at SBR, you can find me uh through Twitter and uh you can also find me on my Patreon where I do uh, the KBO if uh any of you guys remember, did the KBO last year, still doing the KBO this year, and so far. 70% win percentage ROI of over 15% in the KBO. It's a, it's a giving league and uh, we're still doing it this year and uh, it's a, it's a moneymaker. So still doing that. you find that on my Patreon as well. So I appreciate uh, everyone tuning in and it's uh, been really fun.
1: Awesome. I really appreciate you uh, joining us. And also before we, I I have to say this. So last year, the KBO, when it was the only thing going on, got me through two months. And I'm going to have you back on here and we're going to do a, we're going to do a Jason Radowitz KBO special on daily dingers before this season ends. All right. You, you mark it down right now. We're going to do that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Jason. Don't, everyone, don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. We got some great sign up bonuses with points bet, and DraftKings going on right now. Don't forget to follow Daily Dingers on Apple and Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. For Jason Radowitz, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow.